Hello, and welcome to the first episode of From the Mouths, featuring Ezra, Otis, and yours truly, Parker Brown. I started this not as a podcast, but upon the recommendation of a friend to record the boys' voices while they were young, so they'd have something to look back on and remember just how tiny they sounded. As we started listening to more and more music and having conversations about the music, like what the lyrics mean, who the artists were, where the artists lived, what the artists might be doing. I suddenly realized that maybe we should sit down and make a podcast out of this. So I sat the boys down in front of some microphones and tried to capture whatever might happen in that moment. The result being actually quite entertaining. This first episode is about the album August and Everything After by The Counting Crows came out in the mid-90s, and it was one of my favorite albums. So when The Boys and I started listening to it, I got nostalgic and got to share this music that meant so much to me with them. And I haven't heard it in years, and it was just blew me away like it did back then. It was very entertaining to go back and edit the episode in, in preparation to release it and to hear just how little Otis sounded last year in August of 2020. So I hope that you enjoy listening to this as much as I enjoyed recording it, and as much as I enjoyed listening to it again. So without further ado, here's the first episode of From the Mouths. Okay. I can't, I can't. No, you're good. I can hear you. You're fine. Hello? Yep, you're good. Every time you say a word, it's picked up. I want to try. I want to try my... Sitting here with Ezra Brown. Can you say hello? Hey. And Otis Brown. And we're here uh, to talk about the album August and Everything After by... Counting Crows. Counting Crows. We like the Counting Crows around here, don't we? Yes. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so I haven't listened to this album in probably in about 15 years. Yeah, 15 years. Yeah, thanks. Oh my gosh. Stop. And so the other... Well, this summer... Otis, <laughs> this summer, I decided to put on the song Round Here, and we were driving, Otis and Ezra and I were driving in the car, and I put the tune on, and I started singing along, I remembered every word, and I was just as dramatic as Adam Duritz, <laughs> and I didn't think the kids were going to like it, but... Something happened. And turns out I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it turns out <laughs> we couldn't get enough of that album for but the then, entire summer. But then one day I stopped listening to it. Right, just like any album. Yeah. You kind of go through these things where you'll see you, you, you listen to an album. At least this is how I do it. I listen to an yeah. album for a bunch of months. Mm-hmm. And we've done that with a few other albums yeah, that like, we'll probably talk about also. I, I don't know. Mason Jennings. Mason Jennings. Uh, Theo Katzman. Katzman, The Rolling Stones. I'm a gentleman's hammer. Yeah. Gentleman's hammer. Mason Jennings. That's a good one. And Theo Katzman. Yep. Theo Katzman. Heartbreak hits. All right. Thank you. But that's the point of this podcast. I'm thinking about calling it From the Mouths. With babes, heavy albums, discussed with one adult and at least two children, maybe two adults. We'll see. I don't know. 
So, Otis. Yes, we already discussed that. Thank you, Otis. Thank you. Yep. So, uh, one thing I just found out about this album, it was recorded in 1993 and produced by T-Bone Burnett, which makes that even more special to me because I'm a huge T-Bone Burnett fan. <laughs> and he did some incredible work on this album. Uh, one of the my favorite things of this album is just how cool the drums sound. And oh, yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. And Ezra plays drums. Yep. This album actually inspired Ezra to play drums even more. Uh-huh. And he... How? Because then you started listening to... Yeah. ...that and other song. He's a fan Hanging of around. Drums. And you learn that. He's a fan of drums. Yes. I learned it in like one day. Yeah. So, let's get to the meat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? The meat of the orange chicken. The meat. <laughs> so that meet would be uh, discussing some of our favorite songs on this album. Uh-huh. So let's just go down the track listing. Now what we did is the other day we listened to the whole album just to refresh ourselves on what yeah, our favorite dad, part is. Oh, my dad has a lot of friends he has even that gets drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yep, so that's true. So many people getting drunk and getting caught by the cops. And Bobby Smokes. Here we go. Anything else to add? I don't nope. think so. Okay, no. good. First track. Round Here. You know it. Round Here. What do you like about the song Round Here? Well, I do like that he gets, like, very emotional in that song. And, um, he, um, he, like, wails, and... What's it sound like? <laughs> Can you give us an example? Uh, <laughs> Round <Right> here! <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. No, when, he, when a old man's driving around and a That's that's yeah. Omaha. Yeah, that's Omaha. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah, cool. So what what we discovered here is that Adam Duritz is very emotional. Yes. And uh, that adds a depth to the music that I think is very appealing to some people. Mm-hmm. And uh, we <laughs> this is not talking about it's ports. Okay. Don't touch that. So, uh, thank you, Otis. That's what this is all about. It's just conversation. Um, we got I, I realized that I think that, that the Counting Crows were maybe the main predecessor to emo music, <laughs> uh, which is now a pretty normal genre. Um, yeah. It reminds me of like uh, Bright Eyes, Connor Oberst stuff when I was in high school, and then you know the real sad emo stuff that came out hey, Dad, can I um, later. Something? Sure. And my dad plays. My dad has a teammate. That's true. Okay. And he has so. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Otis. What do we? What do you like about the Cannon Crows? 
What do I like about the Cannon Crows? Uh, I feel like the coolest part is the the way that the drums are played. Yeah. And where they sit in the mix, as well as the the bass lines are very creative okay. and interesting and solid. Yeah. And then the 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 lyrical content has always been something that makes me have like really cool images in my brain. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I listened to Omaha, which is the next song we'll talk about. Yeah. I I would just think of people that I don't even I don't I think I even had to look up where Omaha was <laughs> and it gave me a better idea and I I thought of these people in Omaha that um, you like knew Well or? no, just that I imagined like oh. these people um you know, it just gave me good imagery yeah. of this sort of stuff. Yeah. Why don't you tell us about why you like the line in Omaha that you were singing earlier? Otis? Yeah, because you're pretty much talking just about like, oh, my dad's a musician. He has a teen band. My brother likes drums. That's all for Which today. Which is cool. It's good. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, but let's... With the old man treading around in the garden. The garden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the garden. That's a nice... What do you like about that lyric? Well, because... I like Omaha. You like Omaha? Yeah, but, like, what do you like about that lyric, huh? Because I like all the parts about Omaha. Okay. And it's... A good music. Yeah. Uh, what's your one specific part that um you like the most besides your line you were singing yesterday? Uh, around here in the in the garden. Yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite part. Uh, Threading his toes through a bucket of rain. Hey, Mister, if you're gonna walk on water. No, you're gonna walk all over me. Oh. Somewhere in America. Yeah, nice. Ezra, next is your your turn to tell us what you like the most about that song, Omaha. Is there anything? Uh, I do like that it kind of can be true. How so? Like, I don't know, there could be an old man... Threading his toes through a gather of rain. A gather of rain? I think it's bucket of rain. Yeah, bucket of rain. But it, that, that's the funny bucket, thing about whatever. the his his vocals. Is sometimes it just sounds it's like syllables that just feel good. You don't even know what he's saying. Yeah. When you turn towards the microphone. That yes. Is it's my turn. I did. I already <laughs> said don't. T- you don't have to touch Sorry. it. But that's. Or, I already said what I liked about it. So I think what we should do is move on to Omaha. We just did that. Just How about Mr. Mr. Jones. Jones? Do you remember Mr. Jones? Yeah. yeah. So this was the huge hit. This was the hit of hits <laughs> for me. I think I was in like middle grade, fourth or fifth grade. Uh, Mr. Jones and me. And then this was a song that I played in Mr. Jones and me. <laughs> yeah. Please, the owl market. Mm-hmm. Uh, Otis, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you N- might need to stop interrupting. It's okay. It's all right. We're totally... We're all just having a conversation. Mm-hmm. We might edit it. We might not. 
We are. Well, you think? Yeah. We'll we see. You're going to have to talk into the microphone. Else we're not even going to be able to use it. Mr. Jones is a cool, cool song. Yeah. He and also uses another songwriter as a reference in the, I think I got in the song. Who is it? Who does he want to be? Wait, what? He wants to be somebody. Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones and him? He says, I want to be Bob Dylan. No, yeah, Bob Dylan. <laughs> Mr. Jones wishes he was someone just a little more funky. And we are going to go out for dinner. That's true. We're going to go to Cham Thai for dinner. Yeah, and I might get a root beer. A root beer. Okay. Track yourself up on sugar, kid. I don't care. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's hilarious. All right, I think we, do we want to talk about Perfect Blue Buildings? Uh, Well, we haven't really got to Mr. Jones yet. Carry on. Okay. Tell us what you like about it. Um, well, I do like to joke around with it. How so? But, um, just like my brother, he loves these mints that our grandma always brings. And whenever I want one, I go, um, pass me a mint, Mr. Jones, and, uh... Whatever I want that I know we can have, I do that. Like, pass me some juice, Mr. Jones, or pass me some beer, Mr. Jones. Oh, yeah, ask him for some beer. Well, that's what the song lyric is. Pass me a bottle, Mr. Jones. I can still Pass me some champagne, Mr. Jones. Yeah, that's a, it's a great song. I think... Anybody who might listen to this would recognize that song. All right. Anything else you want to share about Mr. Jones? I like when he goes Misty Johnson. Yeah, that's a nice spot. Yeah. I like it. Do you want to do any else? I, I think we'll, you know, Perfect Blue Buildings, that's a nice song. Yeah, yeah. we could do that. Anna begins. These are a little, little slow. Yeah. And then it goes on to fast. Time and time slow, again. Slow. Rain King. Yeah, we could do that. My favorite part of Rain King is at the end. It's rocking. And then he just says... We're going to edit this, and it will be inappropriate, but my dad did go with a sponge. He scrubbed my nuts off, Sophie, <laughs> and went, yeah! Hey, Dad. Oh, man. So, uh, <laughs> Your dad's a weirdo. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Yep. How? All right. So, Rain King. Sullivan Street. Kind of like Perfect Blue Buildings yeah. and Anna Begins. Nice little tune. Ghost Train. Yeah. I don't I don't remember that one. Uh, yeah. Raining but in Baltimore. That's a nice little song. I used to put that on a lot of mixtapes for people. Uh, 
My dad's gave those chocolates with wrappers on it in his in that bag. Yep. To his Little gifts. students. Chocolates. Yeah. Give me chocolates. Okay. I and last but not like least. This. Give me chocolates. <coughs> Give me chocolates. Give me chocolates. Last like but it. not least, murder, murder, murder of one. one. Now this is yeah, the this is the track that made me want to sit down and record our conversation about this album Sorry. and about other albums. Uh, we're laying in bed one day, and Ezra asked me what I thought the meaning of a murder of one is, and then I had to think about it. When we talked about it, it's it's pretty interesting. I'm gonna get the lyrics up. Ezra, do you want to talk about this song? Is uh, this your favorite song on the album? I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> nothing to say. Pass. Um. Well, what I do like about the, the album is it is very slow. At the beginning of a murder one. Yeah. Yep. And um, they just like hit that symbol, and uh, um, what I like and is that's all I can think of. That's all you can think of. And I do really like. Like the beat. I like mom, to play it. My mom is a baker. And she bakes macaroons. Mm-hmm. I'll be on that. So, when I, when I thought about the lyrics, I thought that this was him coming to terms with growing Dad? out of his old skin and becoming somebody new. Like that a murder of one is when you change and you don't necessarily feel like that same old person that you are yeah. or that you were and now you're a new a new person. Hey Dad. Which I don't know if that's what he means, but he talks about change a lot. Yeah, he does the song should be change or the album. Yeah, we're almost done. The, the the main thing about this song is that build, I think. Oh, what do you mean that build? When I, I walk yeah. along these hillsides in the summer beneath the sunshine, I'm feathered by the moonlight, rolling down on me. And it just sort of repeats that thing yeah. and it builds. Sort of yeah. this static build, all yeah. of a sudden being this huge ending. Yeah. Which is, I think, a great way to, to end the album. <laughs> It's a beautiful song. It's a beautiful album. The slow songs that we passed over are are really, really amazing as well. They're just Solomon Street, Ghost Train. Just not uh, worth yeah. mentioning, I think, in this short amount of time. So, we're gonna conclude. Would you suggest that people go out and listen to this album? Yeah, I would if I was in New York. <laughs> why do you think? Why do you think you have to be in New York? You know, this was recorded in Los Angeles. I did read that. You did? But you always think, when you think of Adam Duritz, what do you think of? Being you, in New York. Yeah. This album made you an Adam Duritz fan, didn't it? Yes.
All right, Otis, last but not least, give us your input. nice we'll talk about mason jennings maybe next time we should do this again don't you think yeah we could do it tomorrow we'll, we'll see <laughs> all right thank you for listening this is parker brown Ezra brown and otis brown all right have a good day yeah.